everyone, and welcome to Becoming a Porn Star, where we discuss the ins and the outs of getting into the adult entertainment industry. This week, our very special guest is the stunning Charlotte Stokely, who's a 12-time Girl-Girl Person of the Year and AVN Hall of Fame star. Charlotte, welcome. Rawr. No more introduction <laughs> needed. <laughs> it's true. You've I'm earned amazing. it. <laughs> I worked really hard for that, and... I just like drank so much pussy juice. Nice. To get where I am today. It's That's all it takes to succeed. The fountain of pussy oh, juice. I, <laughs> I love it. I was so young looking. Yeah, absolutely. You look glowing. Um, you look beautiful as always. Honestly, I'm always astonished by how pretty you are. <laughs> Stop it. It's true though. Um, why don't you tell us how you got your start? in the industry? Well, I've always loved being on a camera and <laughs> I've always been a very sexual person and the opportunity came and I went on my lunch break at work. I had like a really good, um, I had a really good job for not being in porn. And yeah, I just went on my lunch break and I filmed it and I loved it. And then I was like, get me some more of that. And then wow. I realized very quickly I wanted to make that a career. So I just never stopped. That's amazing. You got a taste of the pussy juice and you just kept drinking. <laughs> well, it wasn't my first time tasting pussy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Doing it um, on camera was just such a rush. Honestly, my first time hooking up with a girl was in a scene on camera. I think there was like one time like in like high school, but I was like way too drunk to remember it. <laughs> so it happens um so when was that how, how long ago was that how do you get from like your first scene on your lunch break to 12 time girl girl person of the year and hall of fame star well I took my career very seriously I I, I did all the necessary steps I got a PR company okay I worked for the best companies possible I turned down the lower types of work I focused on features and just doing things that were more prominent and I created a brand for myself mm -hmm. and I worked very fucking hard for this <laughs> and it all just kind of sort of fell into place it's it's like I belong here <laughs> you absolutely do clearly what was your first scene do you remember who it was with Oh gosh, no. <laughs> it's a very long time ago. <laughs> um, right from the get-go, were you the type of, type of star that like was selective with who you worked with or were you just open to doing everything that came your way? When I first started, I did everything I thought I needed to do. I thought that's what I needed to do. Right. Um, and luckily I stopped listening to what other people were saying. I was told if I didn't get a tan and a boob job, I would never survive in this industry. I was really? told if I didn't do anal, I wouldn't survive. I, to this day, I've still never done anal on camera and I'm still super pale. I still got my little titties. <laughs> and the secret that I learned is just be you. Right. That is the best advice I can give to anyone is to just be you. Don't be that's, what other people want you to be. <laughs> that's such good advice. And people in our industry know that like there is a market for everything. Like there are people thriving who look like literally any way and there's so many different markets. So for you to like stick to your guns back then and make it all the way here says so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so have you, were you into camming? Were you into like all these different facets of the adult industry or did you quickly just start doing porn scenes? Um, I've worked in all different types of sex work genre. I've cammed. I'm currently a brand ambassador for cam four. Mm -hmm. So I definitely cam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, you know, I worked in a strip club, but I I was never the stripper. I was always the shot girl. Oh, cool. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, what I love the most is filming on camera. Mm -hmm. Um, but the camming is fun because then I get to really interact with my fans and it's live. So everything has its own like perks and benefits and every day is a new day. No two days are the same. Yeah. Especially with platforms like OnlyFans and stuff. Mm -hmm. We're working so much from home now, which is super awesome because I'm in total control of what I do, who I do it with. And yeah, I get to choose what I wear. And (laughs) let's just say this house has seen a lot of sex in the last year. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love it. So of course you must prefer like the new era of porn where you can like be your own producer and your own agent. I, I, it probably wasn't that way when you first started. No, um, I don't really want to talk about how old I am, but when I first started, (laughs) camming was not even a thing. Wow. Yeah. I started when it was still MySpace. There was no Facebook, there was no Twitter, there was no Instagram. So you had to really fight hard for your career because we didn't have all the platforms of social media and things that we do today. How do you even stand out in that way? I ended up getting a contract with MedArt and SexArt, which was huge. Um, I also stood out because I was a a model for mainstream fashion modeling for American Apparel. And I did like really racy, sexy things with them, including nudity. So that also really helped my career. That's amazing. And yeah, just... Being good in the feature films really helped me stand out with acting and performing. And um, wow, yeah, you just do the best you can with what you have and the time of the world. That's really good advice. I used to spend so much time in American Apparel, and now I know why. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I modeled seven years for them. Really? You're so good at tiptoeing. (laughs) (laughs) I actually actually couldn't hear him. (laughs) thank you I did a good job hi Will hey what's up all right I'll come over and say hi hey Hey, how's it going that's my my favorite porn couple (laughs) yeah he loves me Uh, all right yeah go pick up heavy things and put them down hot this is turning into a porn scene (laughs) would you like to direct yeah, you want to direct us? I would kill for that. You know it. <laughs> no murder necessary. <laughs> so did you always focus on girl, girl? Yeah, I'm girl, girl only. Yeah. So do you think it's important for a star, like getting into the industry to kind of find their niche and thrive in like one aspect of the market? Or do you think that they should like brand themselves as someone who does multiple things? I think you find what you're good at. Yeah and focus on on what you're good at which goes back to the whole just being you like I'm not great at playing guitar so I'm not going to audition for roles where I play guitar 
I'm going to avoid that because I know I'm going to fail and it's going to suck <laughs> and I'll never get hired again. <laughs> I feel you. For me, getting into like the trans side of things, it was like whether or not I'm going to top or bottom or do both. So I think like every performer goes through that where they're trying to figure out like how they're going to brand themselves because there's mm-hmm. so many different ways you can do that, which is kind of the beauty of it. Yeah. And you can do both. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I'm very dominating and sometimes I'm submissive you know exactly I get to change it depends on the day like what I want to do and that's what's so great about porn is you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do that's true and if someone's telling you otherwise come find me and I will help you (laughs) I love it tolerate that shit (laughs) good you shouldn't I speak up. Sorry. I'm just like super straightforward and I want to protect all my porn family. Well, that's like one of the best things about being in the industry that like, since I joined, it feels like it really is like a community. Like people speak up for each other. People help each other promote and things like that. And, and I love mm-hmm. that. I don't think I've been in like a work space um, where it was like that. Like I've done nonprofit, I've done marketing and not until I entered this industry, did I really feel like a sisterhood and community with these performers. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It is. So what's next for you? Do you have any plans? I know like there's COVID. So most people are just focusing on OnlyFans. I mean, COVID's still a thing. Yeah. Um, Well, I've been practicing my wing liner. Oh, fierce. Me too. (laughs) I know. I just keep looking at yours. I'm like, those are some sharp edges. What brand do you use? Oh, this is a Kat Von D. Mine is too. Like yeah. the super waterproof doesn't come off for three days, which is vegan. Fine. It's the best. I bought it because I saw like some. I think it was this brand. Like someone posted a photo of like a car accident, and like and all the girls' makeup was off of it except for the winged liner. It survived. I was like, that's the one I need. <laughs> it's great promo. <laughs> know, right? For me, it would be like muff diving, and then I come up and like the mascara is smeared, but the wings are still there. Yeah, you know? or like a bikaki yeah. scene, and then like somehow it's still there. <laughs> Um, so what's next? Uh, okay. I am applying to be a board member with the Cupcake Girls organization, which is a nonprofit. Nice. They are the world's largest sex worker support organization, completely nonprofit. So, okay. you know, it's a lot of fundraising and stuff like that, but they just help people so much and all walks of life in sex work and all diversities. They're amazing. So that's really huge. Uh, I love helping people. And this is just right up my alley. So I'm very excited about that. I am applying and then I got to get nominated in, but I have a really good feeling that I might be a board member for the company. I'm excited for you. And other than that, you help people as a health coach. So why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, I'm a certified sex educator. I went to school specifically just for that. And in April 2020, I graduated being a health coach. And what I love about being a health coach is we don't just focus on nutrition as a main ingredient of nutrition. We also focus on your home environment health Mm -hmm. and your spiritual health and your financial health and relationship health. You can eat all the broccoli in the world you want, but if you're not, if you're living in a toxic home environment, can you really be healthy? So a health coach kind of basically works with individuals for their bio-individual needs. And we basically do a lot of listening and we let you come up with the answers because you already know 
how to improve your life. You sometimes just need someone to talk to and point you in the right direction. That's so true. I love that. But I'm going to be the Oprah of sex, so. The Oprah. (laughs) You're going to have your own talk show, your own channel. I love Mm -hmm. it for you. (laughs) These things are happening. They're going to happen. Well, that's the thing. That's also what I wanted to talk to you about, that you're someone who like has expanded beyond just doing scenes, beyond just doing OnlyFans. You're an ambassador for Cam4. You're going to be working with Cupcake Girls, Health Coach. Like the sky really is the limit. Are there any other things like on your radar that you want to do down the road? Yes. (laughs) That you can talk about? Um, Yeah, yeah. I actually want to go back to school and study heliophysics. I want to be the first mainstream weather woman that actually reports real weather. I want to I want to tell people the weather based off of the sun cycle because no one ever talks about the sun cycle and how it affects the earth and how it affects the weather here and the magnetosphere and earthquakes and hurricanes and everything. And everyone's like global warming, this and that. And I'm tired of it. And I want to educate some people that it's not us. It's the sun. It's in a 13 year cycle. (laughs) And Al Gore should go to jail. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So I want to go back to school and get certified in heliophysics. And then um, I'm going to be the fucking most badass weather woman you've ever saw. Oh my God. Do you know how many people are going to be turning into the news? Like... (laughs) I love this so um that's something that was going to be one of my other questions is like do you feel people can reach mainstream and and clearly you do people in this porn Ooh. porn industry can definitely expand themselves beyond just the porn industry yeah absolutely like I said I did fashion modeling for American Apparel yeah. I also modeled like Jean-Paul Goudier and stuff no like way that. yeah it was so fun um I've done a lot of extra work in mainstream movies. Okay. I think, here's the thing is like, these opportunities aren't going to be handed to you. If you want to be in mainstream things, Mm -hmm. then you need to apply. Right. You need to try. Don't just wait for your agent to call you. Actively find out where auditions are, get those slides, submit them, and then see what happens. You know, things aren't going to land in your lap. If you have something you really want to do, write it down. Writing yeah. things down is so powerful. You make that list, you make your goals, your goals for the day, your goals okay. for the month, your goals for the year, your goals for five years from now, and then break them down. What do I need to do in order to get to that goal? So mm-hmm. if you want to be a star in a mainstream movie, then you need to audition. You need to submit the tapes. You need to do the work and then wow. don't stop until you get what you want. Can you direct my life, please? <laughs> I need a manager for myself, girl. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying super hard. I did recently make a goals list. I have my daily goals. So now every day I wake up at eight, make my coffee, 8 30 okay. to nine, I work out, nine, I eat breakfast. I give myself an hour. That's my hour for emails and social media and OnlyFans and everything. Mm-hmm. And then 10, I'm in the shower and I'm camera ready by noon. Whoa. Do you feel so, like every day? Like, is that something that you're aiming to do? Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been working Impressive. like crazy. Wow. that That's something that I'm always struggling with. I'm like, do I set aside one day and then that's all my content for the week? Or do I just like do it daily and then have a backlog? What's the best recipe for you? Well, the thing is we wear so many hats. We're yeah. in charge of our marketing. 
We're in charge of editing and uploading and coming up with witty things to say. And we're in mm -hmm. charge of set design. And what are we going to wear? And what are we going to do? And what's the theme of this particular topic today? And then we need to communicate with the fans one-on-one -on -one in the DMs. Did you like this? You need to try to sell it to them. And I mean, hopefully they buy it and hopefully you're making more money than you're spending trying mm -hmm. to make the content. Absolutely. And then, you know, we're also accountants. We're, we're, we're business owners. We do S-Corp or C-Corp mm -hmm. or whatever. You have to learn how to do that. And then mm -hmm. you've got the quarterly taxes. So you've all of a sudden become an accountant or you need yeah. to hire an accountant. You have to learn how to do makeup because, mm -hmm. you know, during lockdown, we couldn't hire makeup artists. And we wear a lot of hats in this industry. I'll tell you the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I'm emails, updates, notifications, social media, and it is a 24 seven job. So if you, you wanted to set aside one day and this is your filming day, that gives you the other day to edit, mm -hmm. another day to post right. and a day for yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to shoot every single day, good for you, but you're still gonna need to set aside time to edit and upload. And so I now have every Sunday, I do a one hour live show on OnlyFans. Okay. Like I've committed to it. I've announced it to the fans. I'm now held accountable. It's not <laughs> like I just told myself like, maybe this would be a good idea. No, I've blurted it out to the world. So now <laughs> if I don't show up, they're like, Charlotte Stokely, you <laughs> promised me that today from 12 to one, you were doing a show. Right. And, and every Wednesday is gardener day at my house and it's very noisy and I can't film here anyway. So now every Wednesday is me day. That's the day I paint my nails or I do a face mask or a bath and a body scrub. Like that's my day. But all the other days it's 24 seven work. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to have a day for yourself to get all those things done otherwise you're going to be like me and have no nails on camera <laughs> my nails are very short but they are painted but if you look very closely they're scary are they no i can't <laughs> tell they look cute <laughs> so i was playing guitar last night so i like scratched off all my polish so you do play guitar no i don't <laughs> i own a guitar you own it. The camera, uh, sometimes I hire a person to do camera work for me because it helps okay. increase my productivity. So if I'm just by myself, it's so hard. You have the Bluetooth remote or the timer, and then you're like, okay, 10 seconds. <laughs> gotta go back and push the button. 10 seconds. I know that all too well. <laughs> right? And it just, it takes so long as it's well. So long. And then, of course, you have to hide. You have to hide it. You're like, mm -hmm. where am I my hand when I'm holding the, the Bluetooth clicker? It's like, where's Waldo now? Is it's just like, you're looking for the clicker. <laughs> I just tell my fans that I'm like, if you see that I'm holding a little black thing in every photo, it's my remote. It's, so I decided I'm going to hire someone to help me with camera stuff for, for mm -hmm. some of my content. I still like to do the like selfie things, but it's hard to accommodate everyone's needs. It's so hard. It really is. It really is. Is your content something that reflects what we see in your studio porn or is it different? Well, it's, it's very, it's a big variety. There's yeah. a lot less dialogue. <laughs> now, but I do still try to come up with storylines. Sometimes right. there's no story, no talking, and it's mm -hmm. just watching. Because sometimes they like that, just that, that more modest material. Oh, I find a lot of my fans. They don't want to see me spreading the pink. They they want to see me like flirty and strip teasing and they don't even want to see me masturbate. So I have to do a little bit of everything. Right. But everything I do is generally like 
kind of girlfriend experience. I miss you. I love you. I'm oh, so glad you're here. I want you to watch me. <laughs> it's just, it's very, it's very friendly. Yes. Yeah. The main premise of my content. It's friendly. It's inviting. Um, unless it's femdom, of course, then it's a different topic. <laughs> completely but, different. <laughs> yeah. So as someone who's also in a relationship as a porn star, like my partner and I have had to like come up with different boundaries and stuff. Is that something that you and your partner being a fellow porn star in the industry have had to do? I think boundaries are sexy in yeah. all walks of life. I love boundaries. I'm still trying to teach my dog boundaries because he <laughs> likes to come up in my face. And I'm like, bud, this is my space. This mm-hmm. is your space. Let's meet in the middle, but don't be up on my face. Um, I think communication is very important. Um, we found a very mature way to speak to each other. That's been a huge part of the foundation of a relationship. It's not like, oh, I roll this passive aggressive that. It's like, hey, so maybe I'm just being silly, but there's sort of this thing that like maybe we could talk about. Or I'm not telling you not to do it, but I just want you to know how I feel when that happens. Okay. And then let them decide the actions they take. Mm-hmm. I find it's really important to communicate how you feel about things, but don't ever make demands or commands and rules. Don't make rules. You sit back and you see how that person respects your feelings. And if they're not respecting your feelings that they're aware are a thing, then you shouldn't be in a relationship with them. Right. Because they don't respect you. Mm-hmm. And you're clearly not a good fit. Because if you're upset all the time over something that is a disregard of respect or boundaries, then honey, you got to go. <laughs> um, yeah, like we're super communicative. He never makes me feel like he doesn't love me. Like he'll, uh-huh. he'll go to work, you know, he'll have sex with another girl and, and then he'll come home and you know, he'll, we talk about the highs and the lows. What okay. was the fun parts today? What were the shitty parts today? Mm-hmm. And because we're both sex workers, we can relate. Yeah, you You're get like, it. Oh my God, it took them a fucking hour to set up the lights. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, I know I hate mm-hmm. that. So we really like understand each other so much. In and then like, first thing he does when he walks in the house, he smiles, he goes, so we do have, I guess that we do have like a rule, like a boundary is um, when either one of us gets home, we go straight to the shower and we brush our teeth. <laughs> so, like we'll hug and then like whoever's home will turn on the shower for the other person. I'm three minutes away from home. I'm like, okay, I'll turn on the shower for you. Turn on the shower, so come true. in, brush the teeth, take a shower. And then it's like cuddle puddle. Hygiene is important. Even with my partner, he comes home from work um, and I'll just be like, okay, you can hug me, but don't kiss me yet. (laughs) I'll go shower and like get ready. I love Mm -hmm. that. Hygiene is so important. It is. Like if you, if you get sick Mm -hmm. in any way, hygienically, then you can't work. So yeah. Of course. Um, another important thing that you mentioned is the respect and communication. I know people say all the time, but clearly it's working for you and your partner. It's working for me and mine. So I think that's one of the biggest tips for couples in this industry. When lockdown first started, mm-hmm. we had been together a year. We had our okay. one year anniversary was May 12th and lockdown started March 14th here. Right. And it was a really good opportunity for us because we couldn't go outside we took the time to go inside 
And you know, when you have like a really big, important conversation with someone and then it's like, oh, we got to go to bed now. We'll finish this tomorrow or, oh, well, I got to go to work. I don't have time for this. It was like, we have all the time in the world. (laughs) We're going to figure everything out. Mm -hmm. And we both got copies of the book called The Road Less Traveled by Scott M. Peck. And we sat next to each other and we read chapter to chapter and it teaches you so much about who you are as a person because if you don't know who you are as a person and what your discipline and beliefs and and personal struggles are you can't really be there for someone else Uh and you you don't know what to expect from someone else because you're not expecting the right things from yourself so we sat down and we read these books together and then we were just you know for him it was really big for him because he thought love was an emotion Okay. He's like, I thought love was an emotion. You're like, I feel great. I'm super happy. I'm in love. But love is actually a choice. It's a Mm -hmm. choice that you make. And it's a choice you continue to make. Even when you're not happy, you still choose to love that person. Yes. Yes. It was like, whoa, now I get it now. You know? So like that made a huge progress in our relationship. Like we already had a really great one, but it just helped us bond so much closer. And it just, we learned a lot about each other. He was willing to do that. Okay. I love that. And like, he, he like defensive yeah. or anything like that. He was like, well, I love you. And this is important to me. So yeah, let's do this. You know? And I was like, fuck. I know nothing's hotter than a guy that says something like that. Who's <laughs> willing to meet you halfway and communicate with you. And like you said, like, there's so many, like, times where you have to choose love. It's not just an emotion. Couples struggle all the time. They fight all the time. They go through highs and lows and you always have to be able to choose love in those moments. And no one's seen that more than during this pandemic when it's been an incredibly dark year and you're stuck at home together. For us, it wasn't stuck at home together. It was like, you know, like he was my best friend. We had, we played a lot of video games and we cooked for each other and we came up with like date night. So we still had to at least put in that extra little effort. Like, okay, put on a fancy dress. Tell me your hopes and dreams while we eat crackers. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so cute. I remember like, um, I started falling in love with you guys as a couple. Oh, <laughs> you're pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my lipstick's on them. <laughs> But yeah, I started falling in love with you guys as a couple when you were posting about how you guys met in your relationship. And I think you were saying something about just watching like science YouTube videos or something. And I was like, you guys are so cute. My partner and I do that too. He's always trying to like teach me stuff about philosophy. And like, I, I love spending that time with him just because he's something he loves and I can relate to, to the type of relationship you guys portray. Yeah, it was a common interest in us. And like before we started dating, I had made this list of expectations that I had in our relationship. Okay. Put the beanie back on. <laughs> the table is wiggling though, and it's wiggling the camera. So. Oh my bad. Stop wiggling the table, you big strong man. <laughs> you want to fight? Don't hurt me. <laughs> ah! I'm sorry. Oh, I barely touched you. Um. Yeah. So the thing is that I had a list of what I was looking for in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And one of them was someone that thinks Lord of the Rings is cool. A list. Very, You're talking very like, essential. This isn't like a normal, like little tiny, like list that you put down. This is a, this is a front and back. <laughs> every is line. Is that actually the list? 
That is the actual list. Oh my God. What's number one? Is it like numbered or is it just like a bunch of things? Um, number one was great smile. Oh, okay. <laughs> 10 out of 10. And that's one of the things I love about him is he smiles so easily. He's just like the most happy-go-lucky person on the planet. But I needed someone that wouldn't judge me for being a sex worker. Right. And someone that isn't afraid to like be with me in public or respect my boundaries and you know someone who also didn't pressure me for sex just because I'm in the sex industry right and someone who just really wants to spend time getting to know me my past my present and my future and like those were things that were if you're not on board with that you were not dating (laughs) (laughs) so what date (laughs) At what date did you give him this list? I'm assuming the first date isn't like acceptable. The first date, I said, what's your credit score? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. No. No, he didn't see, I'm not showing him the list because he he had to do that himself. He didn't know the list existed until yeah. later. No way. That's crazy. Yeah. I was doing, I was observing and doing research. I was setting up little traps here and there just to see if he would like succeed. And he did great. He passed One all of the traps was a camping trip. I was like, all right, because safety is really important to me. So I was like, let's, right. so I told him, I was like, when we go camping as friends, you know, if I wander off, just, you don't have to like hover, but just keep your eye on me. Just make sure I'm okay and I'm not kidnapped or something like, you know. Right. And we like cooked food together and I didn't wear makeup for five days or brush my hair. And he was just like, hi. Cause if you, if you don't want to be with me when I don't have my makeup on, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I hate wearing makeup. <laughs> I completely so I agree did, with you. We had to go through this like survival camp thing together just to see like, are we going to work well as a team? Are we going to communicate well? Does, does, it, does it matter if I'm in my pajamas all day with no makeup on and, and with dirty hands sitting by a fire? Like, is that okay with me? Survived a vicious animal attack. We did. What animal? <laughs> Raccoons. <gasps> they can be a savage. So we're, in our, we're in our tent and uh, we, when we left, the, we had these like little veggie bites, these like the lo- long veggie straws type things. Okay. And so we're, we're in the tent and we hear this like... <laughs> For like 30 minutes and then just like one by one just <laughs> eating our <No>. veggies <laughs> did you guys feel hungry hopefully you had some more things packed away oh yeah we, we were good we had a cooler it was, it was just kind of funny it was, <laughs> it was hilarious <laughs> so do you guys do content together is that something that's desirable for you too we filmed a lot of boy girl stuff together but we haven't released it because oh, wow. I'm just not there yet because it's a very big career switch yeah. it would obviously very be very convenient but I worked very hard on my career so it I, I don't make decisions lightly of course like I like to take my time I like to I like to see it from six different perspectives because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm not seeing something clearly I want to see mm-hmm. all the different angles I want to see six steps ahead if this happens this is going to lead to this this is so we have a bunch of content together uh, that we haven't released yet, but it is okay. going to eventually happen for sure. And then we're going to travel the world 
filming and documenting our relationship and maybe be inspiring to other couples to have fun and be open and honest and show like what real sex is. You know, like I want to make a porn where we're having sex and then I go, wait, I got to pee and I get up and go pee. (laughs) Not like, what the heck, man? I'm on my edge. You know, it's like, okay, come right back. Hurry up. You know, like I want to make like real life intimate um, revelations for people so they can be happy too. I think that's something that hasn't really been documented. Like I think a lot of the stuff that we see even on OnlyFans is pretty polished and like well thought out and you edit out all those moments that are very real. So it'd be refreshing to see that. Yeah. And as a sex educator and a health coach, I mean, these things are important to me. Wow. I'm inspired by you. Honestly, I've known you for only just over a year, but learning so much about you and your goals and your future weather women goals. It's so cool to me. (laughs) Yeah. Is, are there any other tips that you have for, for new performers when it's, um, when they're starting out and they're trying to figure out like whether to put their energy on OnlyFans or if they want to do many vids or just stick to like studio porn? I highly suggest that you spread out your monetization. Okay. If you rely on one platform, say like Snapchat, and then it gets deleted, you've just lost all your income and you don't have a backup source of income. Mm-hmm. So you need to be on multiple platforms you need multiple sources of revenue. But I also highly suggest that they're not all adult related. You need to find ways to make money that aren't adult. Like some performers own a salsa company or a whiskey company or a soap company. So, you know, make t-shirts, make lingerie. It could still be sexy, but find a way to make money that's not just based off of porn. Because what if porn becomes illegal tomorrow? What are you going to do? That's something I worry about, yeah. It does like, no to this, no to that, no to these, because it's adult related. And then you don't have money coming in. Yeah. So I definitely think you should be on multiple platforms, but don't spread yourself thin. If you're not able to consistently update, then you're, you're, you're spreading yourself too thin or you need better time management. Um, my second piece of advice, save your money. Okay. I'm not kidding. Save your money. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend money to make money. You get a wish list. The fans will help buy you a ring light or filming equipment because they want to see you film. So save your money. You don't need to buy a $2,000 purse to look cool. Mm -hmm. Like let that be a gift. Put that $2,000 in savings because in porn, we don't have retirement. We don't have 401ks. You don't have a financial advisor. You have to save your money. (laughs) Yeah. I, I really regret how much money I spent on wardrobe. I can't wear the same thing twice. No, oh my God, no. I've no. seen your shoe closet and it's beautiful. What do? <laughs> that is a priority. <laughs> but I will tell you that most of those shoes were gifts. Really? Over the years. I mean, this collection didn't happen overnight. This of is, course, of course. There's, there's, Big collection. There are some shoes on those shelves that I've had since 2006. Wow. It's impressive. My shoes always seem to like get dirty or break at some point. I, I don't have them past like the past few years. So that is so sad. It's really sad. But you can really get care of yours. Like get two pairs. <laughs> um, another thing I want to ask you, is there anything that you found surprising or shocking as a performer? Something that you can't like just Google and find out? Porn sex is scripted. <laughs> it's true um 
something that I know about porn that you can't Google. Yeah. Like what's something that someone entering the industry might be surprised by? For me, it was that a lot of the guys on porn sets use like injections to stay hard the entire time. <laughs> I guess you don't have um, to think, develop that doing girl-girl porn. I think if you've reached the point where you have to take medicine or things that alter your biological, like, I think if, re- if you've reached the point where you have to inject your dick, you might want to start looking for a different job. <laughs> Oprah said it. Not That's me. Not gonna last very long. <laughs> um, but you have to you have to treat this job like you're an athlete. You have to sleep right. You you can't go out and party every night because your body is your business. So if you're constantly trashing your body, it's gonna trash your image. Yes. You're gonna break out. You yes. know, wash your makeup off before bed. If you eat nothing but pizza all day, you're gonna break out. Um, like how we take care of our bodies and our mental health and our spiritual health are so important to succeeding in this career. So, so important. If you are emotionally unstable, it reads through in your work you do. And then people are reading, you complain all day on Twitter and that works for some people, but like my Twitter is a positive place. It's a place that you go if you wanna get away from stress. I'll never tweet about something problematic unless unless it slips in <laughs> like an earthquake. Like I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, Turkey about that earthquake, but That's a lot of women should. <laughs> oh, no. I wanna, I wanna do it more. <laughs> um, yeah, I think one of the things that I didn't really realize when I first started porn was that like, when you're working for studios, everything is selected for you. You Absolutely. know, you're told what to wear, what to say. Oh, here's the thing. Okay, this is a fun one. Bras and panties. I don't wear bras. I don't wear panties in my real life. But in porn, I am commanded to wear brown panties. It is hilarious. Like, it's porn. Why do I need panties? But no, the only reason I own bras and panties are 100% because of that. Really? I would have never guessed that. Yeah, they're like, no, you have to wear brown panties. And I'm like, why? (laughs) That's why, that's why I asked that question earlier about like, how is your content different than like what you see in the studios? Cause like the way they present us in studio porn is completely selected for us, like you said. So that's kind of the beauty of being able to just like direct your own content, produce your own content. Yeah, so some of the girl girl scenes that I've been shooting for my OnlyFans, we're doing an interview style. Um, That's what I'm calling it, but it's not the right name because no one's asking us questions. But we'll be like, hey, I'm Charlotte. Hey, I'm Evie. And so like, this is how we know each other. These are things that we like to do when we're not on camera. These are like, we like to hang out and da, 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 and, then, and then we fuck. So the fans can see our personality. Cause I feel like showing your true personality like I even said in the beginning is so important. Yeah, it's the age of personality. Um, oh, my mailman, the dog's gonna bark. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? It's okay, it's okay Buzz. thank you. Enough. He is an old English bulldog. Cute. He's a little slobber monster. Oh. <laughs> Mama's constantly. Now I see why he wants some boundaries. He don't want to ruin the makeup. <laughs> He's a big dog. He's a very, yeah. very, very big dog. He's I huge. Love big dogs. He's like 105 pounds. He's massive. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> then we have a cat running around. We're just a little family. We're just a little, just a little family. 
You live in a house with a dog and a cat. And one day, maybe I'll get a picture of us all together. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to Photoshop it and like pay someone to Photoshop kitten in the photo. And, like, it's way too hard. I'm, to sit still for a photo. It's ridiculous. It's so hard. I'm always trying to get photos of my cats and it's impossible. No, when you pull out the camera. I'll be on my phone all day and she'll just be staring at me. But then as soon as I push the camera button and pull it up, she's like, no. I know. <laughs> they really don't like the camera. No, she does. She plays hard to get. No. Well, Charlotte, you are sensational. I am always a fan. And I'm so excited to see all these things unfold for you and your future. Same for you. Yeah. I've loved watching your career grow. Yeah, it's it's been fast. You were working for a porn company, but you weren't shooting porn yet when I met you. Not you at were, all. You were doing the other stuff and now you're doing the fun stuff. <laughs> I was. And I have to say, like, I, I was very inspired by a lot of people and you definitely being one of them, just seeing all these like beautiful women in control of their content and careers. I was like, okay, this is the time for me to follow my dream. <laughs> yes say it again this is the time for me to follow my dream I know right <laughs> I love that for you that's amazing and I'm yeah, so and happy I to inspire you and if you ever have questions you know where to find me you got my number yes I do have your number so thank you so much and uh, it was lovely chatting with you and catching up yeah let's FaceTime more often I'd love to you're so gorgeous thanks again This has been a CAM4 radio production. Come say hi at www.cam4radio.com.